Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Brain Bucket Podcast. And today we're going to discuss my infamous estimated speeding ticket. Now, one thing I didn't anticipate buying the motorcycle that I bought was how loud it was. And I'm not talking about loud about my engine and exhaust, but what I'm talking about is the the color scheme and the paint on it. Buying my bike in electric teal and orange was very loud. And it got me a lot of attention. And a lot of it was not good attention. Um, you get a lot of attention from the sheriff, local PDs, and state troopers. And this time is the one time that I got a ticket on my motorcycle and with that being said maybe choose a not such a bright color scheme for your motorcycle now I have a great ability to be a wise guy at the wrong time and don't ask me how I got this ability but I'm just really damn good at it and that probably made things a little bit uh, worse for me than I would have liked <laughs> in retrospect. So next time you guys get pulled over, just be quiet. You know, don't don't let that wise guy come out. Though it wasn't unwarranted, as you'll hear from my interactions with the trooper all the way up to the judge and my ending result, but. Let's let's get into this. So, going to work one morning, and I'm not late for work. I'm not pressed for time or anything. I got all the time in the world early in the morning, so the traffic in here and around the city hasn't really picked up yet. So, and I'm going to make good time on my bike because, you know, sport bike, it goes fast, right? Well... Yeah, that's where it goes wrong. And what happened is if you drive I-35 at all, you'll notice the state troopers all on the highway. The great thing about Texas being a big, open, wide state is you could pretty much see them miles ahead. Now, that doesn't mean they're not going to get you on radar or lidar or something like that but usually you gotta you got enough time to react well this particular morning i didn't have enough time to react i saw the trooper and then i looked down at my speedometer and i kind of was like well okay it is what it is i got two options play it cool or open up the throttle because I still have a decent amount of throttle left. I could put a bigger gap between him and me, right? He's parked on the side of the highway. I'm already up there in the triple digits. I could maybe put, put some great distance between us. But one thing you say, right, is you can't outrun the radio. And I really wasn't in the mood that day to turn this... Uh, speeding ticket into a felony right i don't need i don't need to get any 
any more than trouble than I already get myself into. I don't, don't need to make it worse. So I play it cool, right? And about five-ish miles later, this state trooper catches up to me. He doesn't have lights or sirens on or anything like that. He's just trying to see if he could close the gap between himself and me. And me driving at a respectable speed now allows that, right? Well, he pulls up next to me and rolls down the windows and is yelling at me from the driver's seat across the passenger seat at me. Now, I can't really hear what he's saying, but I get the gist and pull over. I know where this is going, and so no big deal. I'm going to take my ticket and move on. When the trooper gets out of his vehicle, it is it is a very passionate march to me. And his opening opening monologue to me is, Do you know why all these cars are honking, boy? And that enabled my ability for the wise guy to come out full of force and get myself probably in a little bit more of a predicament than I would have liked. Now... I don't know why these all these people are honking, and I can't honestly remember if anybody honked or whatever the state trooper was claiming. But he proceeds to tell me because he got me. And, uh, you know, sure, you got me. I'll let you think that, buddy, um, if that's what you want. He proceeds with his standard line of questioning of where I'm going and how fast I am going. And my responses are very vague. I'm not going to give you any more evidence to incriminate me with, right? It's not my first radio. I've been pulled over a dozen times. You mean, if anybody knows me, I'm not a stranger to speeding tickets. So let's, let's do this. And I tell him, well, I'm going to work. And then he wants to know where work is. Well, it's work. I'm not going to give you anything more to go with that. And uh, he continues, you know how fast you're going. I was going the speed limit. That, that single line right there angered him greatly. And he proceeded to raise his voice to me and tell me, I am now getting a citation. And I'm thinking to myself, well, yeah, buddy, you're... so why we're kind of pulled over here right you know like you could have shocked me with that one and uh sure enough it takes about 20 minutes and in the meantime i'm texting the missus and uh let her know i'm pulled over on i-35 and i'm getting the speeding ticket and she goes oh great and I'm kind of worried at this point that I might be getting more than a speeding ticket because it's taken so long. And maybe he's just running me through everything he can to try and maybe get something more on me, which I at this point I have nothing to worry about, right? So finally comes to the point where our, 
he hands me the ticket and hands me my license back and I'm free to go. Now with that being free to go, because I'm in wise guy mode and I'm in full send at the moment, I excessively rev my bike and tear out of there at a good rate of speed. And quickly think to myself, I am going to get pulled over again. Thankfully, I avoid that. He does not pull me over again, and I make it to work without any more incidents and work my eight-hour shift and go home. All right. Well, upon getting home, the missus, she asked, how much is your ticket? And I said, I don't know yet. I haven't looked at it. So I go over my ticket, and I start reading it, and I go, it's 300 and something dollars. I don't remember exactly. I think it's like 324 Well, as I started looking over it, I noticed that my speeding ticket doesn't have a radar or a LIDAR on it. And in the comments section, it says, estimated speed, 92 miles an hour in a 75 mile per hour zone, 10% greater than the speed limit. And I have a moment of, aha, he didn't get me after he said he got me. Uh, this was, this was, you know, I cracked the case and I'm going to get a dismissal. Well, I wait for my court date and have a conversation with the judge. And I asked the judge how I get an estimated speeding ticket. Because I do not understand how you give me an estimated speeding ticket. And my tone wasn't the most polite it could have been, but it is what it is. And the judge informs me based on the training experience that the trooper has that they can issue me a ticket for what they believe I was doing. Well, at that moment, I'm thinking to myself, what happened to innocent until proven guilty? And I told the judge that, and I told him, you cannot prove I was speeding. Now, at this moment, I am overly confident and thinking I have a checkmate moment because you can't prove what I was doing. And I'm not about to go into court and tell them that your trooper's wrong not by a little bit by a lot of bit like i can't go in there and tell them that and incriminate myself further right and the judge asked me how i want to proceed well you have a few options when you get a ticket you can pay the fine don't ever do that right try to fight it play it down get something less right but you know you know, whatever you want to do. My recommendation going forward is uh, get an attorney. Be smart about it. Don't do what I did because I'm out of my league here, but I'm already in too deep, so we're going full send, and we're going to see whether I get out of this ticket or if I suffer the full consequences, as you'll see here in a moment. But at that point in time, I request a trial. Knowing that the judge is going to, or the district attorney, they're going to try to give me a plea deal because there's a huge waste of time for the court to go to trial over a speeding ticket. 
And sure enough, I get a plea deal. That is not a great plea deal. It is a little bit lesser than what I was originally charged with. And so I told them, no, I want a trial. And they tried to intimidate me a bit more, right? That if I do not take this plea deal, that I will go to trial and I will face the full consequences of the law. And I, I, at that moment, I'm not backing down. I'm in too deep. And I told him, you cannot prove that I was speeding that day. Simple as that. A little bit of time goes by and the trial is getting closer. I get another phone call and it's a plea deal of, if I pay the court cost, I will get a dismissal. And I ensure with them that, okay, this is going to be no probation, no uh, defensive driving course, no points on my record. It's just going to go away. I pay the court cost, the ticket goes away. It's essentially a dismissal, but they they word it in their fancy legal jargon that is well above most of us red-blooded Americans. And sure enough, that is the end of it. But it took me a year to get there. And if I would have hired an attorney, it probably would have been a bit easier. They probably could have got dismissed a lot quicker than I would have. Probably would have ended up paying the same amount of money. Who knows? Maybe it would have been a little bit less. But uh, nowadays, there's there's some really good options out there from other websites to help you with the tickets. And uh, that would be my recommendation. Don't let your inner wise guy interfere with this. And, and just because... I didn't like the interaction with a particular straight trooper that I had to deal with. You know, next time you you got to you got to take the 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 road that's not going to get you in more trouble. Um, I I did not make any friends in this county, and uh, and that's just the way it goes sometimes. And I think part of it is driving that loud, obnoxious bike in the color scheme that I had is, like I said, you're going to get the unwanted attention and wasn't my initial thought process on it. I just thought the bike looked good. That's what I wanted. Everybody wants a good-looking motorcycle to ride. And, uh, you know, maybe I got a little bit more and probably shouldn't have been doing what I was doing, but it is what it is. So most of the law enforcement agencies are pretty cool. As I stated before, I've been pulled over by most of them before. And if you're respectful to them and treat them with respect, they're most likely going to be respectful to you. This just happened to be one time where I did not get um, a very a very uh, respectful situation. And maybe, you know, I could have handled it better, which... Yeah, I could have handled it better, but it is what it is. So if you guys learned anything, do not let your wise guy get out. Keep him locked up. Keep him <laughs> put away, especially in those instances, and just get an attorney. Let them handle it. Don't do do not do what I did. I may have ended up getting the end result, but it, it took a year and a lot of a lot of uh, moments of frustration and and uh, could have probably could have saved myself a lot of hassle.
So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed the second episode of my podcast. And I thank my friends and family for listening, supporting me in this. Um, and that's just one of many stories I have on this R3. Um, I got a couple more that are that I'm working on as well and, and hopefully provide you guys some good entertainment. Until next time, guys, two wheels on the ground, stay upright.